welcome aboard to All Aboard Golf. Uh, I am Drew in person for the second straight episode with Caleb. Caleb, happy to have you here in North Carolina. Thank you, Drew. It's good to be here. And so Caleb and I are here in person again for the second straight episode, which is very, very exciting for us. And we're hopeful for you too. But um, over the last few weeks, we've been talking about what we wanted this episode to be about. And, you know, we've heard a lot of players talk about getting fitted for golf clubs, misconceptions surrounding fittings, what the fitting experience is actually like, and and what level of player should be getting fit or shouldn't be getting fit. So uh, we decided that Caleb and I both recently in the last year or so were, were fitted for clubs and went through an official process to do that. And, you know, wanted to share our experiences and talk about some of the uh, some of the good things about it, some of the negatives about it, and, uh, you know, kind of the best things to think about if anyone listening is thinking about getting fitted for golf clubs. Uh, Caleb, anything to add initially on, on what we're covering here? No, let's jump into it. Awesome. Sounds good. Well, I think the way we kind of talked about doing this was just for it to be pretty conversational, just us, you know, chatting about our different fitting experiences. And I think what's helpful uh, is for us to give a bit of a player profile for each of us and kind of give some background as to what our experience with golf is. We've obviously alluded to some of that on this show before, but um, just to really dive into sort of the strengths and weaknesses of our games and, and what our reasons for going to get fitted for clubs were. So, so Caleb, why don't you start? Talk, talk us through your handicap, you know, how long you've been playing golf, you know, competitive experience, ball flight, strengths and weaknesses. Give, give us a little profile on, on, on your game and, and, and what you were going into your fitting uh, looking like as a player. Yeah. So um, very inexperienced, um, been playing golf for a uh, little over three years time that I was fitted is, uh, I think less than two. Uh, so did not have, uh, a lot of, a lot of experience had, I've had, have no formal, formal coaching or, or formal training. Um, everything in my swing is, uh, self-taught pretty much. Bubba Watson style. Sure. <laughs> Go range goats. <laughs> um, so that, that's kind of what I brought into my fitting uh high high handicap um was using pretty much uh essentially hand-me-down clubs that uh weren't even really a full uh organized set that came together uh they definitely weren't weren't fitted to me they were used uh used when i got them so it was an exciting exciting experience just to get uh new, new clubs uh period no matter uh, how personalized they were um in terms of like the rest of my my player profile uh no competitive experience i just play golf for fun um i play nowadays once a month maybe if i'm lucky um but in the past three years um especially in the summer a couple times a month uh was is kind of my goal um didn't didn't come into the fitting process with any uh fitting experiences the first time that I was fitted didn't know what the process was like I uh, didn't really know what to expect um so just uh learned a lot in the fitting process honestly and it was it was a really uh interesting uh experience for me um so I guess you can jump into the actual experience um I went with PXG, um, went into their store, uh, had a, had an appointment, <clears throat> booked a, a one hour full bag fitting, started 
uh, warming up with a seven iron and then got fitted for my irons using the seven iron. Um, so hey, mind, mind if I pause there, Caleb, just, you know, for some context, any, any particular reason why, why PXG? I know there's a lot of places out there that offer fitting that offer a wide variety of club brands and selections. Was it, was it a matter of you wanted a little bit less choice to help simplify the process or did you have a specific reason for, for going with PXG versus another brand or, you know, maybe a combination of brands? Um, I think one reason was price. Um, you know, they have deals on, on full bag fittings and, you know, I didn't want just a driver or just irons. I, I wanted, uh, the, the full bag, um, nothing in my bag was personalized to me. I'm six, four and, you know, normal, normal height person golf clubs are, are not the best, uh, <laughs> equipment for me. Um, so I want, I, I took advantage of the, the deal for the full bag with, with PXG. Uh, and I have some family connections with, with the company as well. Awesome. Um, so yeah, so they, they start you with a, with a seven iron, and they will fit you for all all irons using using the seven iron. Uh, the reason for that is it's kind of a middle of the uh, bag iron, and basically you can get an idea of what you need for your nine iron based on your seven iron. Obviously, those clubs aren't going to be the same length, but if you have a seven iron that works for you your loft and your lie are going to be the same and they'll just adjust the length of the club based on the length of your seven iron. That took me about probably uh, half, half fitting or a little over that. Um, part of that was because I, I was, uh, I was hitting it terribly. It was my first time hitting in a enclosed bay with a simulator. So, so you were not outside. You were off mats, I presume, indoors, indoors in enclosed space. Yeah, indoors, yeah. off mats, and enclosed enclosed space, uh, which I which I've learned is not my my favorite place to play, to play golf. <laughs> I don't think I'll be seeking out an indoor base simulator anytime soon. <laughs> um, <clears throat> So that that kind of made the process take a little longer because, you know, if you have shots that spray out to the right or spray out to the left, it's not exactly helpful in getting data for whether that club is right for you. Well, and, and part of that, and I felt this way a bit too. Maybe you did as well. I was really nervous getting fitted for my clubs. Yeah, and, and I'm an I'm an experienced player with a lot of golf experience right and you know i'm a low handicap player and i was nervous i can only imagine how you felt stepping into a fitting bag for the first time so it's hard to settle in and hit good shots to get data when you're when you have never done something before and it, and it makes you a little bit scared to hit yeah that's right yeah definitely and you know you you have you have an hour to get fitted for your whole bag and you want to get it right because this is an investment that you're making for the next 10 to 15 plus years of your dollars to your right? golf future. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Um, because you're spending that much, you want this, these clubs to last. So you want to make sure that you get it right. Um, but we, we went through several different lengths of club. Um, we ended up at, at 38 inches for my, for my seven iron, but we played with 38 and a half, 37 and a half, um, played with different, um, shafts so i ended up with the extra stiff uh, on all my clubs um Ooh, big guy yep big uh, guy but but they'll uh 
the the I don't know they're not they're not an instructor they're you know they're they're basically a salesperson, um, but they have some knowledge about golf and they have of a, they know a lot about the clubs. You know they they can see your swing and tell you you know this sounds like it would be a good fit for for your swing, um, and then you can try it. And it, it, a lot of it is just based on how how it feels to you, even though there is a lot of data there to kind of back up your what you know what you're feeling in your in your swing. <clears throat> so after they did the seven iron, we moved on to um, a three wood, and I believe uh, we just did three wood and, and kind of the three wood specs informed the driver or it was, it was the other way around. I think driver, driver, informed informed, driver informed the three wood. That's surprising. That's interesting. Um, yeah. And I'm not sure if that was just because we were low on time running low on time because yeah. the, the irons took a lot longer than, than they were supposed to. But, um, and then the same, same, same thing for the hybrid. I only hit one hybrid, but there are two in my bag. Um, so it, then they're very similar clubs there's not going to be a whole lot of change based on the specs for, you know, my 19 degree hybrid versus my 22 degree hybrid. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, I think they are. Yeah. They're just exactly the one's one's one inch longer than the other. Okay. And that's so, makes sense too. Yeah. Um, and then there's the, the loft is different yeah. based on the degrees. So, um, and then at the end, I think my hour was over by the time we got to the putter. Um, so putter was a part of the one hour as well. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Uh, wow. So I really only spent like five or 10 minutes putting and it was really just, I had uh, like a putter head shape that I had kind of picked out online that I liked. What's what's it called again? There's a crazy name for it. Bat. The bat. Um, it's called the bat. I can, I'll, Let me look it up, but it's, <laughs> it's something like that. It's awesome. And, you know, I, I rolled a few and, and tried some different grip thicknesses and things like that. Um, different grip, uh, shapes um and it was really more just a feel thing for me mm-hmm. um and then put it put it all in the order um they had the clubs shipped to me i got to pick out uh, a bag and a hat with pxg as well so i have a, a basically all my golf equipment is is pxg which is um it looks pretty clean and um tour pro it's, it's fun to go out to a course you know looking like you know what you're doing, yeah, even, even, even when you don't. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm curious, Caleb, you mentioned trying different grip thicknesses with your putter specifically. Is that, you know, you're a bigger guy, larger hands, I presume, given your height at 6'4". Do you find, did you find yourself experimenting with different grip sizes and or more or less wraps of tape beneath your full swing grips as well as the putting grip? Because I know I'm going to talk about that a bit when we talk about my fitting. I had a very specific kind of grip size and tape um, tape measurement that I want underneath my grips. and wasn't sure if you guys experimented with that at all, given the fact that you probably have larger hands. Yeah. So the, the putter is called the bat attack, by the way. That's aggressive. Um, <laughs> you probably great with it today. Caleb and I played today, played golf together today for the first time in about oh, more than two years. And uh, Caleb's putting was just night and day from the last time I saw him play. He putted great today, so it was awesome to watch. Yeah, I mean, the honestly, the with the putter, it's less about the science and the data and more just about how it feels in your hand. Yeah, definitely. Do you feel confident, or, you know, standing over a putt? Yeah. Um, but yeah, we did we did play with different grip sizes, and I have 
thicker thicker grips like mid-sized grips or yeah yeah okay mid-sized grips on all on all my clubs all your clubs okay. yeah bright bryson-esque not not quite jumbo max grips but mid-size a little bigger just yeah. just just size appropriate grips yeah <laughs> <laughs> and then did you go with a thicker grip on the putter as well or did you what did you ultimately settle on there yep so uh it's so, a extra thick putter grip with um kind of a, a flat side where you put your thumbs got it okay yeah. cool yeah so kind of super stroke-esque yeah is a good way to mm -hmm. describe it okay yeah very cool um so your fitting process the only thing I'm, I'm thinking about hearing you describe all of that is how rushed an hour must have been i assume that was something you felt and that was maybe a, a con of your experience a negative part of your experience can you share some of the overall positives and negatives you know maybe talk about more about how the time felt to you um just because one hour seems really short for for 14 clubs yeah uh it, it definitely felt really short and and if i could do it over again that's the one thing i would change i would i would go in and i would just do wedges and then i would just do irons and i would just do the putter and you can get longer amounts of time focusing on just that and you don't have to feel rushed you can experiment with different things um so that's how I would do it now. Um, I still feel really great about the clubs that I have. Um, you think you would have gotten to the same place with the clubs, even with more time? Like there's there's not a club you're uncertain about or think that you weren't properly fitted for given the time constraint? I don't, I don't think that... I'll put it this way. There's not a club in my bag that I feel would be different or that I, that I want different. I hear you. Um, and a lot of that has to do with a lot of these tweaks and changes they make are very subtle. And a lot of times it's just really hard to tell just by swinging a club. Yeah. Um, so it's <clears throat> ignorance is bliss, you can say. Um, but I have seen a, a, a relatively significant jump in the consistency of my of my golf since getting these new clubs and mm -hmm. part of it is probably just because they're new and they're not super old and, and super used and part of it is because i'm six four and i finally have clubs that are the right length for me yeah. um probably that factor alone even if you you know factor up you take away all of the you know the nice parts about pxg clubs just the fact that they're the right length for me uh, makes a huge difference. Game changer. Yeah. yeah. So you think overall, you'd say a motivation for getting fit was to just have clubs optimized to your your height, your body type, and kind of you know create a little more consistency in your game. Because I think there's a narrative out there that I've heard a lot that I'm not good enough to get fit, or I'm not you know a good enough player. I need to be a single digit handicap before I can get fitted. And I think what you're describing is an experience that what you're, you're a 26 handicap, you're probably higher at the time you're fitting as well. I would guess closer to 30, maybe. Yeah. Um, and you can notice that it's dropped a number of strokes off your game already just doing it. So, you know, what would you have to say to maybe higher handicappers out there that are considering getting fit, but don't think they're, they're good enough. Yeah. I mean, it, it's definitely an investment, right? So if you're, if you're not going to use the clubs enough to feel like you, uh, if it's worth the investment, then, then don't do it. But if you love golf and you play golf often, um, an investment to make times that you spend play, playing golf more enjoyable is, is worth it to me. Mm -hmm. 
it it it, de- it definitely helped me improve. It, there's there's no question about that. Um, you can nitpick here and there about things that might be different if I went and got fitted today. Um, if I went and got fitted outside, if I went and got fitted one club grouping at a time. Uh, but I don't think the differences <clears throat> would be that significant. Um, and I and I definitely would still uh, would still have gone back and done it the way I did. Uh, just just to get the the consistency and to know what I miss. Like it's not because uh, it's not because because I have super old clubs that are you know maybe slightly bent in different ways and <laughs> different lengths and uh, not meant for my body type. And I'm adjusting my swing because of the length of the club. And these are these clubs are fitted to my swing and, and my body type and uh you know the feedback that i get from the ball going a certain way is feedback of how i'm swinging and i can adjust my swing based on that and and i get i get feedback from actual good helpful helpful feedback from the way the ball reacts off my, off the club face and, and you know just watching you play today first time i've seen you play with these new clubs the, i mean the ball flight was totally different and it did, it did feel that you know the shots you were hitting were representative of the way you were swinging the club and that never felt in the past like it had matched up. So I think even from an outsider's perspective, I can see you play pre-fitting and post-fitting there's a noticeable difference on that front. So um, yeah, I think that makes a lot of sense. All, all good, all good reasons to get fit. Um, if you're willing to make that investment in golf, which we host a golf podcast. So I hope Caleb is invested in, uh, <laughs> in the game, but uh, anything else to add on your fitting, Caleb, or do you think that kind of sums up your your experience with PXG and the and the clubs you have? Nothing, nothing to add. Let's hear about your experience, Drew. I know that yours was a little more recent. Yeah, so mine mine was recent, very exciting. I just got my I got fitted in July, so about three months ago, right at the end of July, um, and it was the first time I'd done a full bag fitting as well. So I, I had been fitted for a couple of my clubs when I was in high school which I'll talk about, but um, this was the first time I'd done this kind of thing and, and made a real investment, you know, so I, I had some financial skin in the game and, uh, you know, had the chance to have some, some autonomy over the clubs that I went with. So just to give a bit of a player profile, uh, I'm a 0.2 handicap currently. Um, so I've kind of hovered around scratch for most of the last six or seven years. Um, you know, was a, was a, High level junior golfer, you know, played competitive golf throughout high school. Um, and you know, now play a little bit less, but I do still play some adult amateur tournaments. So um, I'm not constantly playing tournaments, but I do consider myself a competitive golfer and I do I do play in tournaments. So a lot of my goals for the fitting were kind of around making sure like when I'm going to play in these events, I've got the best club as possible to optimize my game. And you know, similar to what Caleb said, just to know that, you know, the clubs that I'm playing with are, are right for my swing and for my body type. And, um, you know, I'm at a point now where I'm not really growing anymore. So I felt like I was a good time for me to sort of jump into the fitting game once I had the financial resources to do so. Um, cause golf is something that I do a lot of and, uh, wanted to do it more and make sure I had the right tools to, to enjoy the game the way I should. But, just I've played golf for a long time. I played for about 15 years. So lots of experience with the game. Um, and again, for the last six or seven years, I've been like a real player. I was a pretty casual golfer before that, but um, you know, I started to commit to it a lot more kind of throughout in the middle of high school. And since then it's been a, a big, bigger part of my life um, in terms of like the ball flight I was going into the fitting with, which is important for the clubs I ended up getting. I'm a very high flight, high spin player. Um, I hit fades with my driver, but I draw everything else. So a draw is my natural shot shape. 
just for whatever reason, I think the modern drivers are a little bit easier to fade. So tend to play that shit off the tee, but everything else is a draw. Um, from a strengths and weaknesses perspective of my game, I'm a strong mid to long iron player. Um, that's iron play is probably the best part of my game. Uh, I, I hit it pretty long off the tee, so distance is definitely an advantage for me as well. And then, uh, you know, wedges from 30 to 100 yards tend to be a pretty pretty sharp part of my game as well. Um, putting and accuracy off the tee are things I kind of struggle with. So, you know, going into this fitting, I think it was important for me to, uh, you know, I, I had just recently gotten a new putter, so that was the one part of the bag I did not actually get fitted for. Um, and uh, But I was interested to see kind of with three wood and driver um, to see if I could get a little bit more accurate off the tee because that was costing me a lot of shots. Um, has been for a couple of years. And so that was one of the reasons I wanted to address, address that with a club fitting. But as far as my fitting and equipment knowledge, um, I had done one previous fitting for my driver and three wood in 2017. Uh, when I was in high school. <clears throat> and uh, so I sort of, you know, had some idea what the process would be like, um, but I'd never done a full bag, like I said. And then as far as my fitting and equipment knowledge, you know, I, I stay pretty up to date on the golf industry and the clubs that are offered and, you know, different shaft types and what shafts are supposed to be like, whether they're high spin, low spin, high launch, low launch, et cetera. Um, and aware of the different characteristics of clubs and, and brands and and then generally having, you know, practice with a coach that had a TrackMan machine throughout high school, I have some idea of what my numbers like ballpark are. And I had some idea of what, what the numbers I was kind of looking at and targeting were as well. So it was good for me to go in, like Caleb said, they have these fitters that are, they're not golf pros, but they have great knowledge about, you know, equipment and numbers. And for me, it's fun because I like diving into the numbers. So I was at a level where he and I could very much have peer-like conversations about, you know, oh, I want to see you know, five yards of additional height on this shot, you know, or I want to see, you know, another three yards of draw here. And he and I can really get into the weeds on that, um, which is kind of the fun part about being a low, a low handicap player with knowledge of those numbers and, and getting to do a fitting. So um, that is pretty much my background. Um, and now I can talk a bit more about the actual process of my fitting. Um, so in some ways, similar to yours, Caleb, in other ways, different. I went to a place called Club Champion um, here in Charlotte, North Carolina. Uh, there's Club Champions National brand. Um, they've got locations kind of all over the country. I had some friends in high school do some fittings at the Philadelphia location uh, near where I grew up in Pennsylvania. And they spoke highly of it. And they spoke highly of mainly the selection of clubs, like the different brands and shafts and all the different things they offered. And so I wanted to go there because I didn't, I wasn't partial to any brand. You know, my, my bag has been a mixed bag of, of brands for, for years. And so I guess different than, you know, Caleb's experience, I kind of had no clue what brand I wanted. And I think it was important for me to go and just make sure I hit everything that was out there. So I knew that I was really getting the best brand for me. It was sort of my thought process. Um, also like yours, mine was indoor in a simulator hitting off mats, which is to me is the biggest drawback. That's just not ideal. Like to be hitting off mats is a little bit different than hitting off grass. To be hitting inside feels really different. I'll get to that later. I had a good had a good story. Uh, like Caleb was talking about how hard it can be to hit in those simulators and in those enclosed boxes. I also really struggled with that. So I hit some funny shots during my fitting that we had to just delete because it's not not real data, not shots I would ever hit on a golf course. Um, so that was kind of what it is. But like I said, the, the selection of clubs at Club Champion is uh, pretty unbelievable. As far as, I mean, they have really everything under the sun that you could you could possibly think of, but. Uh, also a little bit different than yours, Caleb, my fitting was three hours for a bag with no putter. Um, so obviously had triple the time that you had, which I think is interesting. And you could argue mine was maybe too much time versus yours not being enough. 
Um, but the process was pretty similar. You know, you arrive to the place, you check in and you get a warm up in. And then they always start with irons. Uh, and that's kind of the, the, the basis of their process. They say your irons are, you know, your putters, the club you use the most, but your irons are the set, the set of clubs that you use the most in golf. And so uh, they wanted to start from there. And, and, you know, Caleb mentioned that he started with the, set, the seven iron. We started with the six iron. Um, they basically said that seven iron is a very comfortable middle of the road club, which could be an argument like it was at PXG for starting a fitting from that point. I think club champions philosophy is kind of that um, six irons, the, the first iron that players start to feel a little bit uncomfortable with. And you want to make sure you have an iron set that you're comfortable with, not just from the seven iron down, but, you know, all the way up through like the four, five, six iron too. And so they want you to have like a little bit of discomfort with the club potentially. So you know that you're not getting something that's too hard to hit as you get into those longer irons, which I thought was interesting. Um, and their goal is to always start with the shaft first. So you hit your six iron to establish your current one to establish a baseline data. Uh, and then you basically hit one club head that you pick just to start off with with a bunch of different shafts and you go through that process to determine which shaft is the best for you. So I probably hit five or six different shafts with a ping I-230 club head. Um, those were the irons that I went in like wanting. I really wanted the ping I-230s. I think they just look sweet and I really like ping. I like them as a company. I wanted to support them. Um, and I started off with the ping irons, went through five or six different shafts and ultimately settled on the Oban CT-100S shafts, which are basically a hard stepped stiff shaft so basically between stiff and extra stiff is the best way the fitter described it to me um and that's ultimately what i ended up with and then once i had decided the shaft we hit a bunch of different club heads on that same shaft so we i hit the ping i-230s i hit the mizuno jpx 923 tours i hit the shrixon zx7s and i hit the pxg the gen 5s the 0311 i think is what they're called um and then I hit the Titleist T100s as well. And so I went through all of those irons. Um, the Mizuno was the longest iron, which kind of surprised me. I was hitting that one about five yards longer than everything else. Um, the Titleist, though, was the kind of the best dispersion, the tightest dispersion. Um, and the ball flight was just most consistent. And they looked beautiful, too. You know, I, I wanted a player's iron that was looked nice, a smaller package, but nothing that was you know, too chunky or bulky because I was used to looking at thinner irons, but I'm also playing a little bit less than I was with my previous set. So I was thinking something that's kind of like a, a player's cavity back. So like a little bit of forgiveness, um, but still something that looks small and good to my eye as a better player um, to be able to kind of get through rough and, you know, something that didn't look too bulky, like a, like a toaster on the end of a, of an iron shaft. I didn't want something like that. So um, we went through that process and the Titleist was the best dispersion. So I ended up going with the Titleist T100 <clears throat> irons, and then the wedges were super short and easy. That was the next step in the process. They went to wedges. They said, what brand do you like? I said, I played Titleist Vokey wedges for the last five years. They said, okay, you got the Vokies. <laughs> so I, I hit like three balls with a wedge. They were like, does that look good to you? They're like, do you want to try the, the black ones? Like there was chrome and there was black and there was like an oil can wedge. And uh, I tried all three and uh, I just chose the kind of chrome standard Vokey SM9. So basically exact update, same, same lofts, 52 degrees. 56, 60, same loss as my last fitting. Or my, I didn't get fitted for the last one. It was the last set I had. It was That was really easy. They said, we're going to put the shafts you got for your irons in these wedges, and then you're good to go. And I said, perfect. That works for me. So wedges were, that took like three minutes. Um, so that was great. The irons probably took me an hour, though. Um, like you said, that definitely is the longest part of the process. So that took me an hour. Hit a lot of balls. 
Um, I had a few shanks in my fitting. That's kind of where I was getting at with the with the it being such a small enclosed space. I hit four shanks in a row, which I I truly don't think I had ever done prior, like ever. Um, something about being in that black box just messes with your head, right? Like it's uh, it's interesting. So I got in there and I, I hit a few shanks and like I looked at the fitter and I was like, man, this guy probably <laughs> thinks I'm lying about my handicap. And he's like, before I can even say anything, he's like, hey. I know you're a good good golfer. He's like, this happens way more than you'd imagine. Like, it's just something about being in this space. And so it was comforting for him to be like, this is normal. Because um, I was like, I don't, I, I think I was like eight years old the last time I hit four, four shanks in a row. So it was a little bit surprising, but we, you know, we got through the irons, we did the wedges. And then we repeated that same shaft first, cl then club head process with the woods. So uh, started with hybrids. I tried to, you know, the ping hybrids, I tried Titleist and I tried the tailor-made stealth hybrids and ultimately the Titleist TSR2 was the one that came out on top. And we got that with an 18 degree. Um, we changed the setting slightly because my big thing was I wanted the look of a hybrid because that middle part of my bag was always weird, like between woods and irons. I had a driving iron for a long time, which I liked off the tee, but not out of the rough or off the fairway. I had hybrids that I liked out of the rough, but off the tee, they hooked too much. On, like, on full shots in general, they hooked too much. Like hybrids are just a little bit more draw biased in general because they're mostly designed for player, like, you know, like higher handicap players. But I just like to look at them. They're easy to hit. But I could not find one that wouldn't hook. And I told the fitter that. And we made a slight adjustment on the actual club head setting for the hybrid. And I can't hit that thing left. It's really unbelievable how, it, you know, I was hitting really tight draws, kind of starting out to the right and finishing just right at the target, just like my irons. And I think that was something I hadn't seen before. So that was awesome. Um, and so that was a, a, a no brainer. The only unfortunate thing about that club, Caleb, I got fitted for, uh, you know, like, a, like an, technically a graphite iron shaft, it's like an extra stiff shaft, but the brand of shaft is called Badaz, like A-Z-Z. -Z. <laughs> um, and so I also think it's a pretty ugly shaft. It's, it's like gray and it's got this green paint on the sides and it's like these little flowers and, I saw that I saw him pull that shaft out and I was like man I really hope I don't get this one because it looks so bad and of course it was by far the best shaft I hit in the hybrid the whole day and I I when he pulled it out and the second I saw that I didn't want it I knew that was going to be the one that was going in my hybrid so now I have this this badass shaft in my in my hybrid which I don't like but begrudgingly it's really good it's a really good club so that's a tough look it is it is it is tough tough luck and it's a tough look too um then the last club we did was my three wood. Um, that was part of my bag. I went back and forth with a lot. Like I said, I got fitted for a three wood in 2017, but I knew that old three was, was spinning so much. I was hitting it way too high, um, you know, losing a lot of distance on it. And so I ended up with the tailor-made stealth two three wood with a Mitsubishi C6 Onyx shaft, an extra stiff. Um, that club has been like transformative for that part of the bag. I mean, my old three wood, I probably flew it high 230s 237 238 i fly this one like 255 260 in the air like a significant distance advantage like with the iron every club got longer as a result of this because it's just more you know tailored to my swing and my game uh but the irons maybe got you know five to 15 yards longer but this is literally like 20 yards longer and just like with the with the change of a club and so that's been really cool uh, it's interesting. I told you, I said earlier that one of the things I wanted to improve with this was accuracy off the tee. I did not get a new driver as a result of my fitting. Um, I went in there, <clears throat> we tried everything. We tried the ping, the G, you know, the G30. We tried the 
tailor-made stealth two, one and two we tried the callaway paradigm we tried the i forget the previous Callaway was the one from last year i can't remember what that one was we tried the last two generations of callaway um we, we literally try hit like 10 drivers and the best driver i had was less accurate and only four yards longer than my current driver and part of it was, I think I was just driving the ball really well the day of the fitting. Like my, I was just hitting it really well, which I don't always do. So that's one thing where I'm like, <laughs> maybe a bad sample for them because I was actually just driving it really well. And I don't always do that. So, um, but the good, the good numbers were just, the same, you know, they were pretty much the same. And then even on misses, like my current driver was similar. So I just couldn't justify paying another like 900 bucks to get a driver with an upgraded shaft when I didn't really need it. So the, the fitter was like, I'm going to save you some money. You don't, you don't need a new driver. Um, but it's really interesting. I think the additional confidence I've gotten with my new clubs and the distance gains I've gotten have made me feel more confident in the driver that I have now, especially knowing that that was examined along with the rest of the clubs and like said, this is good for you. And, you know, the accuracy is at times still an issue, but generally speaking, I've driven the ball, I think a lot longer since the fitting. And I don't know if that's just like a mental, and Caleb, I don't know if you can speak to this at all, having had, like, it's such a mental boost to know that your clubs are right for you. And I feel like before my clubs were spinning so much, the shafts weren't right for me. I was trying to hit a lot of like knockdown shots with all my clubs and almost shortening the swing a little bit and just not quite committing to it, trying to keep spin off the ball. And now I don't need to do that. I feel like I can just like actually spin my clubs and let the shot be a reflection of the swing that I put on the ball. And that's really unlocked probably an extra 10 to 15 yards off the tee for me, just because I feel like I can actually swing my driver because I know that it works for me. And just like all my other clubs now, I can actually swing them full and not worry about the ball ballooning way up with spin, which was the issue I was having before I got fitted. So uh, weirdly enough, I did not get fitted for a new driver, but I feel like I have a new driver in the bag, which is kind of uh, kind of an interesting thing too. But anyway, I uh, know we're kind of rambling on a little bit here with this fitting, but it was a great process. Um, Last thing I'll touch on is grips. You know, Caleb, I mentioned, I asked you those questions about the grips. I'm the opposite. I, you know, I'm, a lot of my stuff is pretty standard. I didn't have to mess around with shaft lengths. I'm 5'11", so, you know, pretty average height, you know, normal height. So a lot of the, uh, a lot of the standard kind of settings work for me as far as loft and lie angles and length of clubs. One preference I very much have, and it's not necessarily like some people get mid-sized grips for hand size, like you, you know, got larger hands. I got pretty normal size hands, but I like the grip to be as thin as absolutely possible because I think it helps me turn the ball a little bit over when I'm trying to hit a draw. And I think it just makes me feel like I'm connected to the club a little bit more. Like there's not such a big separation between my hands and the, and the shaft, right? And so I think from a control perspective and a, an ability to kind of like feel the shaft and feel the club head in my swing, which is important for me, um, the thinnest grip possible was good. So I said, only put one wrap of tape beneath the grips and between the grip and the shaft. So they were able to do that for me and they, you know, built the clubs and I had them about two and a half weeks later. And, uh, yeah, I've been playing with them since August. The first tournament I played in with the new clubs, I shot 69 and I won, um, which is kind of awesome. It's, it's funny because I didn't feel like I was used to the clubs then. And I was kind of just like slapping it around and getting lucky. And now I feel like I'm actually used to the club. My tournament scores have been worse recently. So <laughs> funny how that happens. But uh, golf's, a, golf's a funny game that way. But overall, the results, like I mentioned, have been way better. I think there's more confidence in my game, which is nice. And again, like I'm a, a low handicap. There's not a ton of like room for me to like, it's not like I'm going to be a plus five handicap because I got these clubs. But I do think playing in more events going forward, trying to play competitively, 
just gives me a bit of a leg up in terms of just feeling confident in my clubs in a way that I hadn't before and being able to swing a little bit more freely. Um, and there's definitely peace of mind that comes along with that. So and I play enough casual golf that it was just worth the investment. You know, it was a big sticker price. It was a, a painful to my bank account to do this and fitting is not, not cheap. Well, the clubs aren't cheap. The fitting is no, the cost of the fitting is normally wiped out if you buy clubs from the place or they have fitting deals like you did with PXG, Caleb. But um, it's uh, it's an investment for sure. But they're clubs that I'll hopefully use for the next 15, 20 years. And um, that would that would make, you know, the few thousand dollars I made for these clubs is very worth it. So uh, I think it's just, you know, how, how, how long-term are you thinking with something like this? And like your, your per use cost goes down a ton, the more you play golf. And that's kind of the way I've been trying to think about it. But um, I would say two negatives of the fitting, it wasn't outside, you know, you're in that bay, like I mentioned, that can be difficult and tricky. Um, and you're not hitting off grass, which I think is important for irons and wedges to a certain extent. The other thing I would say is I almost think mine was too long and tiring. I, I hit like 400 balls during my fitting. Like gen, and I, I don't think I'd ever had a range session where I hit that many balls. And you're just, you just keep hitting balls. And they maybe breaks, right? You go get water, you stretch out a little bit. But the next day I had to play golf and I shot like 79. And I bogeyed my first like five holes the next day. Cause I was like, I can't, my back, my back is so sore. I can't move, you know? Um, so I hit a lot of balls. And again, I'm, I'm 24 years old. It's like, that's not like I'm older and that's happening. Like I'm, you know, should be in my physical prime. And I was really sore. Um, Cause when you're hitting balls for three hours, it's a long, very long haul. So I think two hours is kind of what we're saying might be the, the sweet spot, two to two and a half maybe. But uh, yeah. So I, I have to issue a mea culpa. I, I went back and looked at the official records and my fitting was 90 minutes. So it was, it was a little longer than an hour. Okay. Yeah. And um the full bag fittings that PXG offers today are two hours. So kind of right in that, right in that sweet spot. Good. It's a little yeah. longer than, than the 90 minutes that I had, um, uh, but not quite three hours. And, and I think even with the three hours, like I didn't necessarily need to use all of it. And I probably could have just told the guy, Hey, I only want to use two of these hours. Can you fit the fitting into this time frame? You know, and he, and he to his credit, he told me at the beginning, like, I'm going to try to do this in two hours. And then we can sort of spend the last hour fine tuning things if we need to, you know, and that's, and that's mostly what it was. We did most of the bulk of it in the first couple hours. And then we, you know, spent the last, we finished 15 minutes early, you know, so we had the last kind of <clears throat> half hour, 40 minutes, just kind of fine tuning a couple of things and changing some settings on club heads and that kind of stuff. So, uh, but it's still, it's just a lot of, just a lot of balls. I think one way I could improve next time I go get fitted is to take a bit more time between shots like I, I felt like at the beginning, like three hours is not going to be enough. And I was hitting like ball after ball after ball, which is not good for your swing because you're starting to groove things, which is not how real golf is played. Um, and I think I could have stepped back, taken more time, done some of my on-course routines between shots, I think would have been helpful as well. But um, but anyway, I do think the fitting so far has been worth the investment. And you know, I look forward to using these clubs for the next decade plus. And you know, that gets me really excited. And I just look in the bag. I was telling Caleb today on the golf course, like, I look in the bag and they just look so good, right? When you get something new, it's always fun. But when the clubs just look awesome, it it makes you all the more excited to to hit them. Um, when I whenever I pull one of those T one hundred out of my bag to hit an iron shot, I just uh, it just makes me excited. So um, I feel like I shouldn't be good enough to hit such good looking irons, but <laughs> they uh, they're awesome. So uh, Caleb, any any questions? Anything you want to add or? dig in on my fitting experience or do you think we kind of uh 
adequately covered a lot of the stuff that that's important for people to think about. No, I, I think we I think we covered it all. Hopefully, uh, people are excited about uh, getting fitted, and um, would definitely encourage people to to invest the time and, and the and the money into it if if golf is something that you you do on a regular basis and um, find a lot of enjoyment in and um, invest a lot of your time in it. Stuff definitely worth it. Um, but no, I I'm I'm good to wrap. 100%. Well, thanks everyone for listening. We appreciate you hopping on board. And, uh, you know, we're looking forward to some exciting new content coming soon as well. So thanks for listening and uh, go get fitted. <laughs>